One of the 2019 British Open is in the books and ooh, I, uh, yeah, some surprises. Let's tee it up. Welcome to Data Access Golf, your home for rapid golf improvement. And now, from the thin air of the Rocky Mountains, next on the number one tee, your host, Aaron Stewart. Hey everyone, Aaron Stewart, Data Access Golf, the podcast. Thanks for joining me today. Again, wrapping up the first round of the British Open and some real surprises uh, for sure. Um, Yeah. Rory McIlroy, oh my word, brutal. That was terrible. Um, again, not uh, he's been playing so well this year. Seemed to have everything sort of figured out. Kind of was trending the right way to go back to Royal Port Rush, you know, home. I, I, they say he set the course record when he was sixteen. I mean, this was going to be quite a cool thing for. Well, Graham McDowell and Darren Clark and Roy McElroy, right? I mean, the three ho- hometown boys, uh, Darren Clark even got to hit sort of the first tee ball to get the whole thing started, which was very moving. I had to catch that on tape delay because it was like, what, two in the morning, <laughs> I think is when it started, which is the great, really a great part about the British Open is getting up and knowing that there's golf on, live golf, right? And you can kind of catch up. So that was super fun to do that this morning, but... Just really shocked, right? Out of those three, if you talked about Graham McDowell and Rory McIlroy and Darren Clark, Darren Clark's been playing a little bit on the Champions Tour. Uh, Rory McIlroy's been playing fantastic this year, and Graham McDowell got a win right at the Barracuda earlier this year. So um, you would think that out of those three Irishmen, that Rory would go Rory, Graham, and Darren. But uh, Darren took the day. Now... I, I felt really bad for Graham McDowell. He kind of got caught. I don't know if you saw any of this, but it was kind of a situation where the new rules of golf kind of bit him. He had hit his tee ball up, and he didn't – I mean, he's played there. He wasn't too worried about it being too hard to find. He figured it would be in first cut rough. And anyway, gets up there, and they can't find his ball. And then they blow through that three minutes to find his ball. And literally just a few seconds after the three minutes is up, they find it. So had it still been five minutes, he would have found it. Instead, he has to walk all the walk of shame back to the tee, hit another tee ball, and finish off with a disaster. And um, yeah, too bad, because he had gotten it down to three under and was playing really well. So point blank, Darren Clark is the leader in the clubhouse of the three Irishmen, and nobody expected that, right? So the first big surprise of the day, no question about it. Um the next surprise, the next big surprise anyway for me would probably be J.B. Holmes. Um, he won earlier, obviously, at Riviera this year, and then just hasn't been doing a whole lot and hasn't played well typically back over across the pond and not just played magnificently today. One bogey to start the round, and then he went six under from there. So really spectacular golf. Finishes five under, taking the lead. Shane Lowry, actually an 80 to one shot in the odds that we were looking at yesterday. And we have him placing here about 20th. 
So a great start for him. Webb Simpson, um, actually, um, where was he? I saw him earlier. I can't see him right now, but Webb Simpson tied for third. Sergio Garcia, um, also an 80 to one shot, uh, playing quite well. Let's see. Brooks Kepka, three under. Out of the gates, playing well. Again, in the odds, when we go through, he's always a tough one, uh, Brooks, because he doesn't seem to care as much. He still plays well. I mean, he makes 80 something, 85% of his cuts. So he's still playing well in the, you know, regular tournaments. But oh, man, he is, um, what uh, I heard somebody call him Captain Major or something today, which was pretty good. That was a pretty good nickname and that might stick, Captain Major. Really cool to see uh, Dylan Fratelli. You know, after a big win, you see a little let off, but he he got into the house with minus three as well. So two off the lead. Uh, Tommy Fleetwood, who hasn't, like we were talking about, he's only made the cut like 20% of the time in the open, but he got off to a great start there at three under. Lee Westwood, a name you haven't heard in a long time. Three under for a great start. Tony Finau, who we talked about Actually, this is only his fourth time, so he didn't really factor into our numbers, but he had an, a, a higher a consistency rating or cuts made rating than Jordan Spieth, um, which is cool. And then one, as we're talking about, uh, John Rahm, obviously, he could have gone, he actually could have tied the lead on 18 and then struggled a little bit, came in with a bogey. But yeah, just a few other, Ricky Fowler minus one, Kevin Kisner minus one, Jordan Spieth. Minus one, but a really interesting card. When I first got up and looked at it, he was three under through five. It's like, whoa, you know, here we go. And then he turns in 35, so throws down a double bogey on eight. And then, gee, a bogey on 11. So now he's given another one back, a birdie to get it back, and then basically part out for a one under par 70 when it looked like it was going to be a special day. Didn't quite work out. We had him... Uh, probably finishing second um, based on all our numbers. So he's got a little work to do at four strokes behind uh, the leader. And then the our, the Justin Rose, the one that the uh, data came out and said would be would win this thing at 20 to one odds, uh, put in a solid two under par and uh, a, a pretty clean card. Only one, only one bogey and three birdies. And that's solid. That's solid. So still definitely in the mix. As we talked about before, um, we talked about yesterday, just looking over, you know, past open championship, British open championships, uh, you have to be somewhere within the lead within, you know, three, four strokes in order to have a chance on the weekend. So we still got a lot of people in this thing, which would be, which is great, which is really good. Uh, honestly, I, I guess for me, I am. The star of the tournament so far is the golf course. Is that the coolest thing you've ever seen? I mean, that is spectacular. I've never really been one that's had much desire to cross the pond and play over there. It always looks wet and cold, and and it looks wet and cold today. Um, but, man, you see some of those courses, and it's like, wow, that would be maybe worth the, uh, maybe worth the flight over there to play. I'm actually... I'm actually part Irish and I'm part Scottish uh, with the Stuart name and, but still just have had, have very little desire to go over and play golf over there. I've played golf in the only country I've ever played uh, golf in foreign country I've ever played golf in is Japan. 
That's it. So other than that, I've always played here in the States. But anyway, really super great day of golf today. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, we're still looking okay. Justin Rose is still hanging on there pretty good. We'll see how things turn out. Um, I was just shot. Tiger, I guess, well, that's Tiger Woods. Um, obviously took the entire month off. Um, didn't play a lot of golf. Came in, got stood up by Brooks Kepka, and went out and played uh, not well. And says his back is hurting him. I mean, he was a stroke better than Rory. So at plus seven, Rory's plus eight. Um, and well, the, the big, the, right, the biggest loser of the day, David Duvall, who took a 14 on one hole, which is extraordinary. It's like, I can't remember the highest score taken in uh, umpteen years or whatever, but on the seventh hole, par five, took a 14 and got off to a great start. He went birdie birdie. He was two under after two. And then, I mean, he had a quadruple bogey, a bogey. I don't even know what you, I mean, I don't even know what you call this. Nine over par on a hole? What is that? I don't know. Then bogey, 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 triple bogey, par out. So 49, 42 for a 91, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, former champion now in the booth. Sadly, I don't know which is... Le- what do you think, folks? Do you think that he, uh, what's worse, a 91 at Royal Port Rush or sitting and talking with Brandel Chambly for your job? What do you, what's, what does he dislike more out of those two? I think I'd take the 91, but that's just me. Anyway, there it is. That's the sort of the recap of the, of day one here at the uh, British Open. And we will do another recap tomorrow on round two and round three. And then we'll talk about the champions on Monday and look at the data and get all, and get it all done then. Thanks for listening in. Appreciate it very much. Please remember, remember better data always means better golf. Talk tomorrow. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Data Access Golf with Aaron Stewart. Check us out online at dataaccessgolf.com and we'll see you on the next episode.